Welcome to episode 35 of the Moms That Lead podcast. Today we are continuing our series on leadership skills that moms rock. And I'm really excited because I have some guests coming up that are going to tell their stories that I can't wait for you to hear. So far, we've talked about perseverance and courage. Today, we're going to start in on a leadership skill that I think we can all agree that moms rock, and that is developing others. Now, you're probably familiar with the book, All I Really Needed to Know, I Learned in Kindergarten. So today, we're going to take a little spin on that and say, all I really needed to know about developing my team, I learned from my kids. We'll start out with a short episode today and go a little bit more in depth with specific tools next week. But in case it's your first time listening here, here's what Moms That Lead is all about. Are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever, and I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. All right, so as I said, we're going to keep it short and sweet today, and we're going to talk about three lessons that you've probably learned from your kids that also are really impactful when it comes to developing a team, whether that be in the workplace or in the community. So the first of those three lessons, believe in the potential. Now, this probably comes pretty easy for you as a parent to believe in the potential of your kid. After all, they came from you, so of course they have potential, right? Because they're your kids, you can probably also tell when they think that you don't believe in their potential. And you've probably seen the results that happen when that happens. You've seen them perform poorly, or you've seen the hurt that is on their face when they think you don't believe in their potential. But while it might be easy for you to see your kid's potential, can you see the same for your team, for every member on your team? Do you see something that they can contribute to delivering the results that your team needs to deliver? How about during a pandemic and an economic downturn when everything seems chaotic and challenging? Can you still see the potential then? I hope so, because the fact is that's exactly the time when you need to see the potential the most. When everything is chaotic and challenging, that's when hope really matters. And by seeing the potential, that's how leaders bring hope and keep everyone moving forward. As Rick Warren said, vision is the ability to see potential in what others overlook. So if you're having trouble seeing the potential in your team, I encourage you to think of small changes, small improvements 
that you are confident that your team can deliver on. And focus on those. Even a small step forward will bring hope and motivation to both you and to those on your team. The second lesson that you've probably learned from parenting your kids is to set goals together. Just as you probably know that it's not going to be successful when you tell your teenage son what his goals should be, neither is dictating all your team's goals to them going to drive the commitment and performance that you need for the team to accomplish great things. Yes, of course you may have corporate goals that you don't have much control over, but you can still help your team to take ownership of the goals that they set to contribute to those corporate goals. In fact, the process is really the same whether you're setting goals with your kids or with your team. First, you need to make sure that there's a clear understanding of the why behind the goal. So just as you would talk about with your kids why they want to accomplish a certain goal, like winning a championship or getting all A's, you also want to talk to your team about why maybe you have a goal of improving your customer service scores. It's that understanding and commitment to the purpose behind the goal that's going to carry both your kids and your team through the hard times. Not only that, but you also want to make sure that you set process, performance, and outcome goals. Now, sometimes it's easy to go straight to the outcome. I want to win that championship, or we need to get those scores up. But the problem is, a lot of times, outcome goals are out of your control. Think about that from the parenting perspective. Your son wants to win a championship. Well, he can't control what the others are doing or what the conditions on game day are going to be. Can he influence the results? Yes. Just as your team can influence the results. That's where process and performance goals come in. So process goals are those small milestones that you have control of that you can reach in a short time period. So maybe a process goal for winning a championship is to make sure that you attend practice every day. Similarly, a process goal for raising customer satisfaction scores may be specific behaviors that you all commit to that you know lead to higher customer satisfaction. Then the performance goal is about comparing it to a set standard. So let's say your son wanted to win a cross-country championship. The performance goal might be instead setting a goal for his mile time during the race. Similarly, you may have the same type of performance goals for those customer satisfaction scores that we were talking about. Instead of the outcome of having the best customer satisfaction scores in the industry, an outcome goal, you might have a performance goal of increasing customer satisfaction scores month over month. The important thing, though, back to the beginning, is that the team has some ownership of those goals by having an opportunity to talk about the why behind the goal and also having some input and what those process and performance goals are that hopefully will ultimately contribute to the outcome. And finally, the last lesson that I have learned about developing a team from parenting my kids 
is the importance of follow-through and consistency. Now, if I'm being completely honest, I actually learned this from my dad because he would not stop saying it when I was growing up. You see, I had older sisters and a brother, and they already had kids when I was in my early teen years. So I heard him giving them parenting advice all the time, and it was always about the follow-through and consistency. Just like with your kids, if you say that there's going to be a certain punishment for an action that they commit, no matter how painful it is, you have to deliver on that punishment. And you have to do it consistently. Similarly, if you say that there's going to be a certain reward for something good that's been done, you have to deliver on that, and you have to keep that consistent also. I know I've seen the painful implications of forgetting about the follow-through and consistency. Even when kids are toddlers, when you give in to their whining, you know what happens then. Now, I'm not saying that your team members at work or in the community are going to be whining at you. But the same thing goes for the importance of setting expectations, giving feedback, and being consistent with it. So we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. But I want you to think a little bit about how these lessons have played out in your life, parenting, as well as developing your team. So again, Believe in the potential, set goals together, and focus on follow-through and consistency. I think if we can all do that, we will lead our teams to the results that they need to deliver. I'd love to hear about some team development lessons that you've learned from parenting your kids. Hop on over to our Instagram at wearemomsthatlead and send me a direct message. I really see this as a community where we can learn from each other, and I am really eager to learn from you and the lessons that you have learned. I look forward to talking more about team development next week. Until next time, lead with love.